When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to another video and podcast from Fancy Football Scout. My name is Joe and joining me to look at the key team developments and manager quotes ahead of double game week 25 is Neil. Neil, welcome. How are you? I'm all right, yeah. Joining you eventually. I do apologise to everybody who was waiting because that was my fault. It was um, technical issues, which you've all come to expect, I'm assuming, from fantasy football scout videos from down the years. But hopefully we're fixed now. The light behind me is not ideal. It looks like there's some kind of nuclear explosion going off, but um, hopefully you can hear me, which is the well, most important thing. I think we can muddle through with that. I've just been about spending the last five, ten minutes hearing you shuffling around your house trying to find, <laughs> trying to find um, uh, a place to um, stream. But um, all is well now, and uh, we get um, a slightly, um, a very brightly lit ver- uh, view of your garden as well, which is quite nice. I think I assume it's your garden, or it might be someone else's. It is. Yeah, yeah it is. Good stuff. Um, let's move on and let's have a look at the fixtures because there's a couple of teams that were particularly interesting because they have two fixtures. Um, and looking at the fixtures there, um, Manchester and Manchester United um, and Brighton both play twice. Um, so Manchester United play against Southampton and Brighton. Meanwhile, Brighton also play Watford. So I think I think it's they they're the teams that people are most interested in. They want to want to know about getting those players in those differentials and also some of those key premium assets as well. So I think the best place to start is uh, Manchester United. Uh, what has uh, Ranjit been saying um, ahead of these two encounters, but specifically Saturday's game against the Lantern? Hear me? Yeah, I can, I can hear you. Yeah. Joe. Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? No. Hello. Okay. Hello. Hello. Can you hear hey, me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, I can hear you now. Oh, good. I couldn't hear you. <laughs> That's, fine. That's fine. All right. Testing. Testing. Two. 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 Uh, yeah. Ralph Ranyek. What's he been saying? Yes. Um, injury wise, it's pretty quiet. There's a there's a few absentees for double game week twenty five, or at least the first part of double game week twenty five for United. So three players out tomorrow: uh, Eric Bay, Fred, and Nemanja Matic. So all. Fantasy footnotes. Alex Tellers is back in training. He's been out with COVID, and um, Ranick's going to assess him for match fitness ahead of tomorrow. But the, the reason why you, you'll see maybe some players twenty five percent doubts instead of mm. red flags because they've got another game coming up, and we can't be sure, obviously. Okay. Whether they're going to be fit enough for that one. Okay. So, um, so I mean, now what about? I mean, the two the two key players were interested in Ronaldo, who was benched last time out. Um, is he, as far as we know, um, fit and raring to go? Should he be selected? 
Yeah, as far as we know, fitness-wise, I don't think there's any, there's any doubts. Um, he was asked today about how to get the best out of Ronaldo and he gave a few quotes. Um, so they should score more goals, which I think we'd all agree with mm. as, as owners of him. Yeah. Um, but he says that's obviously a team-wide problem. Oh, your, your sound's cutting out slightly there. Flags on, on those two in mm -hmm. previous weeks, nothing, nothing on those two this time. Okay, I'm um, sorry. Um, your your mic cut out slightly. I was going to ask you about Fernandez as well. Um, I'm I'm probably going to get him in in about half an hour <laughs> um, on my in my team. Um, so uh, it, as far as you know, all fit and ready. As far as I'm aware, yeah, good, definitely, oh, good. Oh. And uh, now, what about Brighton? They um, there was uh, a couple of cases of COVID. Um, Trossard and I know McAllister was out last time out. So what's what's the latest from Graham Potter about Brighton ahead of these these two clashes? Yeah, those two are fine, according to Potter. He says the ones who were unavailable are now available. Ah. So um, those two are okay. And um, the only ones who are out are Samiento and Mwepu. Okay, so okay. So help. That's, that's good news for those because Trossard and Alex and uh, McAllister are actually really good um, differentials. Um, you never know. They can haul at any time and they can get two points at any time. Um, yeah. Just before we move on, just want to welcome some of those people who have joined us in the live chat early. Welcome all, Miena, Daniel, Infamous, Pisa, Joshua, Rodrev, Wallep, uh, Matthew, John L, uh, who hopes there's going to be some liquid football this weekend. I hope so too. Um, and uh, and all of you there, sorry, I didn't mention you all because um, there's nearly 400 of you and um, I didn't scroll up the screen in time. But thanks so much for joining us and we'll move on to some of those other um, matchups that are taking place. Um, now, what about, um, I get, well, Brighton are playing Watford as well, and Manchester United are also playing Southampton. So, you know, what what about Watford? How how are they shaping up for this? Um, will they be easy prey or or tough cookies to uh, crack? Tougher cookies than the um, mm. flimsy biscuits we saw before <laughs> Hodgson arrived. Certainly, um, defensively they've improved quite a lot since he's he's come in. I know it's only been two games, and I know one of those matches was against Burnley, who aren't exactly. Um, high scoring team, but we've seen exactly what he's about, you know, setting up in a 4 4 2 with four central midfielders across the middle mm. against West Ham, which is what he did in the early stages of, of his career at Palace. Mm. So he's obviously putting defence first. So it will be a trickier test than than uh, probably would have been a month ago, certainly from an attacking point of view. Uh, if you own the likes of Sanchez, though, or, or um, Lamptey, there's obviously a rotation risk, then. Um, Clean sheet wise, conversely, it looks maybe a little bit better because mm. they just haven't scored in, I think, three games and uh, certainly not under the two under Hodgson. So, um, yeah, they're, they're, they're looking a bit more robust than they were. Injury wise, almost a clean bill of health. Ishmael Assar is uh, due back today in training after his exploits for Senegal. And Hodgson says he hasn't even met him yet. So, he's, um, I would say, involvement from the off against Brighton looks in some doubt. You've got one day of training to, to work with Saar. Um, but he'll be back soon enough, challenging for a starting spot. Okay. Um, and Southampton? Southampton. Um, Redmond is still out. Mm -hmm. Livermento is in contention. No, he mm -hmm. wasn't involved in midweek, but that was purely preservation. Okay. He's just come back from quite a long period out and he got 90 minutes in the cup last weekend. He comes back into the thinking here and he might get a run out because... 
Aston Hutton was talking about um, a bit of rotation, a spot of rotation. It won't be widespread, I don't think, because they're obviously in a, in a rich vein of form. Um, but they expended a lot of energy against Spurs, and that was only on was that Wednesday, and then they yeah. got a lunchtime kickoff mm-hmm. on Saturday. So I think there'll be a, yeah, a handful of changes, okay. if not uh, not wholesale. Okay, um, an intriguing matchup between uh, London matchup between Brentford and Crystal Palace, and I say intriguing because um, one of my old favourites, Christian Eriksen, has been signed for Brentford and I'm awaiting his debut. So. See if I can uh, get him into my side. Um, so, what's the latest with uh, Brentford, um, in particular with Ericsson? I, I, and also, there's um, you know potential injuries to Tony and, and others as well. So, yeah, what's the latest there? There is, yeah. You won't see Ericsson this weekend. He's, he's not quite match fit. He's going to play in a friendly on Monday, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, that'll be um, getting minutes in, in, in the, under his uh, locker. And um, hopefully... Before long, we'll be he'll be back on the pitch playing competitively, because mm-hmm. as we said last time, um, five and a half million for Ericsson, even if he isn't the same player as we saw at Spurs, would be a, an attractive proposition. Yes. Um, so not not involved this weekend, Ericsson. Tony faces a race against time because he's got this uh, calf issue that forced him to sit out of game week twenty four. Um, so he's a doubt, and I think Janelle is uh, more more positive on him, and he's he's expected back for this one. Okay. Um, as far as I've seen. Um, so they play Palace. Um, you're going to give me an update about Nathan Ferguson, I imagine. <laughs> yes, I do. I will. Oh. <laughs> and um, I, I do this. Uh, I, I'll give you an update on Ferguson pretty much most weeks, I think. Yeah. In this job, he is, I think, the only person who's absent for Palace. Oh. He, he was um, missing in midweek with what was first described as a minor problem, but it's since been revealed that it's a hamstring. And he's going to be out for five to six weeks, which will take him there we go. towards what the end of end of March, or we might not even see him this season either. Um, after he signed almost two summers ago for Palace. Yeah. Elsewhere, MacArthur and Tompkins came back. They were on the bench uh, in game week twenty-four, and Kiyanti is back as well from uh, Afcon. Okay, um, that's pretty good. Um, now I've got Everton and Leeds. Uh, before look at Everton, uh, Leeds. Are you going to tell me that Bamford's not available? Aren't you? <laughs> He's not available, yeah. uh, Joe. He's not. It's the same forward yeah, midweek. So Cooper, Phillips, Bamford, and Furpo. Mm-hmm. Furpo is the, the nearest to return. He's, he's healthy according to Bielsa, but won't be considered for this one. Um, I think that's it, pretty much from okay. a from a Leeds point of view. And uh, Everton mm-hmm. are without Damari Gray, who's oh. still in quite a lot of teams. I've saw. I think he quite had quite a high-ish ownership in the top mm-hmm. ten, think around about twenty percent or, or thereabouts. Uh, he's in my team as well, so I've got to think about that now. He's going to be out of this one, but it sounds like Lampard's confident of him being back for game week twenty six. Okay. So uh, it's a it's a minor issue for him. Um, not so for Mina, who's going to be out for eight to ten weeks with a quad injury that he picked up against Newcastle. So they're down uh, centre half there. Of course, Godfrey's already out. Decorey's already out. Delph is already out. Mm-hmm. On top of that, they've lost uh, Mike Lenko as well. The new left back, he's going to be out of this one, but again, like Gray, hopefully back for game week 26. Okay, um, just before we move on, I just wanted to, um, a couple of people in the live chat were asking about um, Edward. So he was benched last time out. Um, yeah, it, 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 nothing um, to say um, either way this time. He hasn't, uh, Vieira hasn't said anything about that. Well, I've not seen a full transcription okay. yet. I'll, I'll get okay. to that later. Of course, there was Vieira's was one of uh, about 10 that was happening at lunchtime. So I've not seen every single word from, from okay. all the press conferences yet. But um, 
what we'll see is that there's a lot of competition for three places up top. You think one of them is, is out of the question because Zaha is mm. pretty much nailed when fit. Um, Alicia is in good form. You've got Ayu who can play there, Eze mm. as well, Mateta and, and, and um, Benteke are the uh, alternatives to the middle. Um, again, worth mentioning that it's Brent for this weekend who are sort of aerially quite strong. Mm. So whether... Um, Vieira would prefer a, a, a Mateta or a Benteke to Edward to combat Brentford's height. That's something that you might consider. He did that in the game of two. Well, I don't think Edward was was at the club then. Um, so yeah, he might he might that might be a consideration for selection this weekend. So yeah, not the nailed pick that um, we probably naively thought Edward was. Ah, okay. Um, now Norwich uh, take it take their turn to face Manchester City. Um, they've of course beaten them in the past, um, but um, Man City. Um, I've, I've got a feeling this next slide's quite easy for me because I just sort of recycled the last week's one. So, yeah. what's the latest from Man City? Yes, see him again, unless Pep's mm. keeping anything from us. Just Jesus and Cole Palmer, who are out. Jesus, Pep was saying, is is near in a return, and hopefully won't be too much longer. So, he'll add to the rotation mm. risk sooner rather than later. But same. Batch of players again, by the looks of it. It's mm. just whether we'll see a bit of rotation. I know we do see rotation mm. most weeks, but maybe some more significant players taken out because mm-hmm. they've got a Champions League tie coming up ah. on Tuesday. Ah. And um, this falls in the middle of a Wednesday, uh, Saturday, Tuesday turnaround, which is obviously three games in seven days. And um, so you wonder whether the likes of Cancelo, De Bruyne, might be... Oh, spared minutes one way or the other, whether that's in the form of early substitutions or benchings. I think with um, with players like Cancelo, who's so well owned, um, they're they're amongst the, the players I look at in my team who are like edging towards a hundred percent ownership. Um, yeah. So to be honest, I don't care whether he plays or not because yeah. it makes absolutely not a blind bit of difference to my team. Um, so, um, but nevertheless, um, I guess Zinchenko can fill in for Cancelo so um, if we start hearing um, Pep talk about Zinchenko being fabulous in training or something then we might get a hint that way I guess um, so yeah uh, Norwich um, yeah like um, like Watford are, are actually like were once whipping boys and are now proving um, quite quite tough teams to, to break down so what, what, what shape are Norwich in for this? Yeah, you're right. I mean, they've, they've conceded relatively few in the last sort of four or five games in League and Cup. This will be the acid test, of course, against City. Uh, fitness-wise, they are in uh, a decent shape. Um, Sargent's back from illness. So he's obviously he's been a starter under Smith. So he comes into the equation. Uh, Norman's not quite ready for a start, though he was in the squad on Wednesday and uh, will be again this weekend. Still out are Kabak with illness. Uh, Omar Bamadeli's had a, a setback. And uh, Sorensen and Kula are still out as well, and um, I think that's it. Okay, that's it from the Norwich right. team. Yeah. Um, so um, Liverpool uh, face Burnley. Um, I I got Salah in early. I was uh, bold, got him in early last week, uh, last game weekend. Captained him um, only for uh, Jota to um, uh, get sixteen points and Salah to get uh, one point. Um, so that wasn't the best um, of moves in reflection. But nevertheless, I do have Salah in my team. 
Um, and there might be other Liverpool players that people might start to get interested in, especially with a double game week on the horizon. So, yeah, mm. um, what's the latest from Klopp about Liverpool ahead of this? Well, probably what we don't want is a full squad available at Klopp's disposal mm. for that double game week, because that means more chance of rotation. But that's what he's got at the moment. Um, Injury-wise, are pretty much clear. So Henderson's back from a back problem. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gomez and Origi are, are training again after their various issues. So I think that's pretty much it. Mane is the other one who's flagged. It's, it's not injury. It's just post-Afghan fatigue or um, match readiness, I guess. Klopp's going to assess him today and tomorrow and see where he's at. But I suspect it'll be the same situation as Salah. I think he'll probably start on the bench. Okay. And then uh, working his way back from there. Right, yo. Um, I just wanted to add as well, Colm in the, the live chat has quite, quite rightly pointed out that Walker for Man City... Um, just to go back to them a little bit, um, is out of um, uh, the uh, Champions League match. I think he's suspended yeah. for that. Suspended, yeah. Um, so that means um, it's highly likely he'll he'll feature this weekend. So that could provide an opportunity for one uh, a player, perhaps like Cancelo, to be um, rested, maybe. But they could both yeah. play, obviously. Um, but yeah, interesting stuff about Liverpool as well. Um, what about Burnley? So... Um, uh, Corne was a is going into this as a doubt. So what's the latest there? Yeah, he's fine. Club, uh, club. Dice said he's he's all right. Um, just a knock in the week, but he's all right. Mm. And um, otherwise, it's just the same for Bernie Goodmanson and Vidra mm. still out. And Charlie Taylor is a, a, a very big doubt for this one. He's making progress according to Dice, but very probably won't be back for this one. Okay, they will be uh, of interest because. They not only have a double the following week, but the week after that as well. So a double-double mm-hmm. on the horizon there. That could be two points, two points, two points, and two points. But um, you never know. And Cornet is, is the one, um, I would think, um, if you're going to get a double-digit haul out of any of them, it could be him. Um, meanwhile, your, your lot, Newcastle, face Villa. Um, so on both sides of Villa and Newcastle, uh, there are some quite high-profile high injuries news um, going on there. So let's, let's start kindly with your team first, Newcastle. Um, uh, and what's the latest on Trippier? Yeah, this is a shame because he's, he's, he's come in and had a, a transformative effect, mm. not just on the defence, but I think around the club as well. He's been very influential. He's quite an experienced head and um, he's been a paramount to our recovery in the last couple of games. He's a struggling with a calf complaint. Now, Howe was saying that it wasn't a long-term one. When he's talking in those terms, you immediately think he's going to miss out this match. Uh, he didn't rule that out completely. He says that uh, he's going to make a, a late call on Trippier, but um, I'll be preparing for, for life without him, I think, this weekend. Mm-hmm. Dummit, uh, sorry, not Dummit. Um, Target is mm-hmm. definitely out of this one because he's a, a low knee from Villa mm-hmm. and he can't play against his parent club. So it could be all change at full-back. Yeah, I've got Dan Byrne to come in, for example, uh, on the left. He's played the mm. before plenty of times for Brighton. And uh, Mankiw on the right, if Trippier does miss out. Uh, apart from that, no new injuries. We already knew about Wilson, uh, mm. Fernandez, and uh, Richie. Yeah. Dummett is near a return. Again, like okay. Trippier, he's going to be a, a late call. Okay. Um, for Villa as well. So there's some um, news around one of their midfielders, I, I believe, in particular. Well, two of the midfielders. Cause okay. Coutinho was, um, he wasn't flagged, but he, he came off in midweek and it was cramped then and it's cramped now. So there's no doubts about his involvement, according to Gerard. Buendia, however, there is a big doubt. He's uh, yeah. only got an outside chance of featuring, according to Gerard. 
I think he's gone to 25% now in FPL. He took a whack to the hip, so mm. it's not um, a long-term thing. It's just that he's still struggling, and he's, as I say, he's a big doubt for this one. And they're also without Konza, who's suspended. Mm-hmm. Begins a two-match ban. And they are without um, Traore as well, who's picked up a hamstring problem. He's out for a couple of weeks. Bailey's nearly back, but um, otherwise, that's your lot. So uh, up front, that's very likely to be Watkins and Coutinho. And you would imagine maybe Danny Ings, that could provide a slot for him if Wendy is out. It could. I mean, I've seen, I was, I've been checking a lot of forums and, and Villa experts and things like that. And the, the, the sort of strongest bet they're thinking is uh, Ramsey moves further forward. Oh, as he did when I think it was game week fifteen, he played. He played mm. as part of that one of the two number tens. So that's that's one option mm-hmm. um, with Santon coming into midfield. But yeah, it could be Ashley Young, could be um, could be Inks coming in. What can play and why? It could be uh, Chuk uh, Omega, I think his name is. Yeah, he came on when dear in midweek. So it could be any number oh, of lo- options. Lots of options there. Then um, moving through Spurs against Wolves. This is a, an annoying game, as it always is against Wolves, because they're quite good at clean sheets and they don't get hammered often. Meanwhile, lots of interest um, in Spurs assets, particularly their attacking at duo of Kane and Son ahead of um, um, a, a, an okay double. I'd say okay, not 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 a great double, but a double nevertheless yeah. in the following week. Um, so, what's Conte been saying about Spurs ahead of this? Well, he's ruled the same players out who were missing in midweek. So that's Dyer, Tanganga, and Skip. He also said that uh, the two new signings, um, Bentancur and Kulusevski, they're in contention for a start. I think probably more Bentancur than than the uh, than the winger. Um, but there was a, a more pertinent quote from an FPL perspective on Son mm. and Romero, and um, Conte was saying was basically in a nutshell that they're too important to rest right now. Okay. Um, they're both back from injuries, mm. Son and, and Romero. Romero was, was a was a long term mm. one, and they've already started twice this week in league and cup. But Conte was saying basically that they're um, they're too important to to rest right now. So they're probably going to start again on um, when is it Saturday or Sunday? Yeah, Sunday. Uh, and uh, um, Wolves um, are they you know going to be going to be resilient themselves, or are they are they nursing any knocks themselves? Uh, well. Bruno Lago was one of two managers who uh, gave their press conferences or their Game Week 25 press conferences last night. Ah. And then we've had embargoed quotes and that'll be coming out some point today, I'm thinking maybe tonight. Um, they may be out already. I'll have a, I'll have a check on that. But we saw um, Johnny and uh, Huang as well back on the bench Ooh. after periods out. We also saw Ait Nori on the bench. Yeah. Which I don't think many of us were expecting. Marcel coming in mm. for him. So the competition's now fierce for that left wing spot uh, because... Obviously, Johnny's back. Yeah. It'll take him a while to get up the match fitness. But yeah, Ike Nori, if you're looking for a Wolves defender, then you want someone nailed, then go for someone like Cody because mm-hmm. there's a lot of competition now would, down would, there. Would Kilman, your... Kilman as well? Sorry? Be... Kilman, you would consider nailed on as Cody is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would, I would say so. Bolly's out as well at the mm. moment. And, and even when he was fit, Kilman was keeping him out of the side. Okay. Um, Kilman and, and Cody are the other two. Sice is back now as well from AFCON. So right. that back three has been pretty much unchanged yeah. all season only when Sice was at um, mm. African Cup of Nations okay um, so I think yeah Moutinho was out as well with, a, with an injury in midweek so he's a, a fresh doubt okay um, and I think for the, our final one because we've we've covered the final match 
which is Manchester United and Brighton. So, you know, we know what we know so far about them. Um, but the, the final match to talk about is Leicester against West Ham. So now West Ham, obviously they're uh, rather than an injury. The Kurt Zuma's been in the headlines for different reasons and raised a few eyebrows um, that he started um, last time. Um, but so what's David Moyes been saying about Zuma's chances of starting again? Well, it looks like he's going to he's going to start again. Mm. I can't imagine him um, backing down now mm. after his words in the press conference where he basically backed the player and said we've done all we can. We find him a lot of money, etc. And they went ahead and played him mm. and gave me 24. So I'm assuming they're going to do exactly the same thing this weekend. Um, as a result of that furore, we've had not much in a way of team news from West Ham because a lot of the questions were mm. dominated by Zuma. But he's, it sounds like he's going to start anyway. Um, Leicester, mm-hmm. it, this was the other press comment that was held last night in the wake of the Liverpool game. We should get more quotes from Rodgers later in the day. But um, injury-wise, I don't think there was anything new that we spotted and they've already got out uh, a list of players a Bertrand who thinks out for the season Castagna Evans Fafana and Vardy okay. Vardy's still I think three or four weeks away Fafana out of that line mm. is the closest to a return okay um, I think I think we've covered it all there um, I just just before we go just find out what what you, what any what if any moves you've got planned for uh, gaming 25 well I'm thinking of rolling I, I, um, I've got three Doublers already, so that's Ronaldo, Sanchez, and McAllister. Funnily enough, oh, it was okay. me. Um, it was a decent differential last time. He came in for me with a, yeah, I think nine points mm. in the last double game week, so he did very well. Um, I would obviously like Fernandez ideally, mm. um, but I don't think I want to restructure my team just to get him in. I've got yeah. Son, for example, so I don't really want to lose Son before the double no. for him. So I'm thinking of rolling and then using those two frees to get Salah back in 26. Yeah, um, well, as, as a as a Salah owner, um, I'll be looking to upgrade Gallagher reluctantly, but to Fernandez, uh, who, who I'll captain, and I'll just have a couple De Gea and, and him. And Brighton will have to wait another day for me to uh, invest in them for a double game week. But um, in the meantime, Neil, thanks so much for uh, joining me and um, letting everyone know um, about the latest uh, team news and injury developments there um, as we all make our transfers for game week 25. Um, But um, in the meantime, thanks a lot and uh, good luck with your game week as well.